Welcome to Integrative You Radio, hosted by Dr. Nick Carruthers and yours truly, Dr. Nicole Rivera. This is the place where you become limitless. We are covering the latest and greatest topics, of course, in a disruptive fashion around integrative medicine, mental health, and human behavior. We are also covering how those topics affect the human and family dynamics. We will be sprinkling in some truth bombs for our healthpreneurs so they can join us in our mission to evolve healthcare. If you are health curious and growth focused, you are in the right place. But buckle up because this is real, this is raw, and this is disruptive. This is Integrative You Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Integrative View Radio. And um, so first and foremost, <laughs> Nick is dancing because, you know, remember, this is a podcast, even though we do a video portion now. <laughs> True. I got to keep that in mind. But I'm excited because the roles are reversing today, finally. <laughs> What's that mean, Dr. Nicole? That means that usually I just tell him to roll with it aka our podcasts are as real and raw as they come because I don't tell him what we're talking about. I just start and then <laughs> keep him on his toes. Figure it out. And um, so we just had a podcast guest cancel on us. So we decided to open some wine. And Nick said, you're going to do the intro and we're just going to roll with it. So here we are. I have no idea what we're talking about. So a while back, Nicole and I were chatting about um, things that trigger us, things that maybe piss us off a little bit. And one of the things that came up was information and access to information and primarily what people see and what people hear have been intelligently put in front of us to see and to hear, which is a piece of the whole puzzle, but only a piece of the puzzle. And for the most part, when we look at society, society is not doing very well on a health standpoint. Society is not doing well as a whole on a financial standpoint. Society is not doing very well overall, because when you look at society, it's the one, the few that are doing very well. And the many, the majority that are suffering. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit today with Nicole and try to get her really feisty um, because I love feisty Nicole, especially on we record now on Friday. So maybe it's going to be feisty Friday, Nicole. It's fired up Friday, Nick. Come on now. Fire, you fired know up. That. I like fire, fired up, feisty. Let's do it. Friday. <laughs> well. Uh, on that topic specifically, uh, I was actually having this conversation the other day with someone and I was saying to them that the reason why I have been able to navigate some of these really crazy times, especially, you know, going from 2020 to now, from, you know, pandemics to um, loss of medical autonomy to, you uh, you know, crazy political things that are happening and uh, the the threat on, on freedom of speech and the insane inflation economy, so on and so forth. 
is that nothing surprises me. And nothing surprises me because being part of the healthcare industry and being on the other side of what we call alternative or, or natural medicine, we had a very, very potent dose of how corrupt things are. So this has been since 2010 that we've been doing this. And there are times that we have had our personal mentors that were doing so much good in the world through their advancements of natural healthcare or alternative medicine, whatever you want to call it. And their lives were threatened. Their careers were threatened. There was a period of time that there were a lot of mystery deaths of great alternative practitioners. And there has also been times that we have tried to collaborate on people that were recovering from cancer or very severe chronic illnesses. And we have had medical doctors contacting our office kind of saying, stay in your lane and don't intervene with what we're doing. And it's just, there's so much more in between of what I'm saying, but there, there is a lot to unpack when it comes to what we are hearing, what we are being told, what we are being programmed with, and what the truth actually is. And unfortunately, there is a lot of people that don't want to hear the truth and sure as hell can't handle the truth. Because the truth is painful when it comes to the fact that most things that are preached to be normal, acceptable, traditional, conventional are harming our health and not helping it. So <clears throat> from everything you just said, I want to state a couple of ideas that were flowing through my mind. And then I want to ask you a question. So you talked about people making decisions based on the information that's been thrown at them. And people will take that information and come up with their own truths. And we know that truths create your people's belief systems and have their belief systems. That's how we actually create thoughts and decide if it's going to be good or bad and then make decisions, hopefully that, you know, best benefiting ourselves. But uh, recently, getting always deeper and deeper in quantum physics, um, really realize that there actually is no such thing as truth. And when you think about truth, what actually is truth? So one of my favorite quotes is the quality of your life is dictated by the quality of the questions you ask. So actually asking yourself, what's the definition of truth? Is truth what's true for me? Is truth the truth of a scientific study is the truth, yeah. the foundation of the results of the effects of what's happening. Like what are we basing our reality back to what truth is? Oh, and you, you that, went, you like, you knew you, you literally, it's like the, the little doll and you just turned the back <laughs> and you're like, let her go. <laughs> I told you, I'm going to get you fucking fired up Friday. <laughs> um, gosh. So people are yes. believing all these things. Yeah. And, but well, they don't even know. I think that what you said though, it, it, that is so significant because at the end of the day, what the thing that I say to people is that we want health science to be black and white 
And I'm like, oh, there is so much fucking gray. It, it's, it's all gray. There is no black and white. Because at the end of the day, what they'll say to me, the scientists that will say to me, it's not, uh, correlation is not causation because you haven't done your double blind study, bop, 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 bop. When you really get into it. So number one, I'm a practitioner seeing real life people with real life problems that need real life solutions to solve and navigate those problems. And first of all, everybody's different with what their problems are, what their solutions are, what actually helps them move the needle, what helps them to get better, et cetera. You mean a so there is no doesn't, doesn't dictate what, what you do? Well, yeah, okay, you have a diagnosis. There's a million the ways to you, skin you a cat. figure out what a diagnosis <laughs> is, and once you figure out what the diagnosis is, then you know exactly what to do. That well, truth? that's what's so fucked up about it is, oh, we, we seek, we have the top doctors to seek out the best diagnosis. And I'm like, who gives a shit what the diagnosis is if you don't have any solutions? Or if your solution is the one size fits all surgery pill injection, and that still doesn't solve the problem or give you any level of better quality of life. What the fuck does it matter is really what it comes down to. And so really what we're, we're talking about is then we're talking about research. Oh my God, going to seminars and hearing the medical community, the research, the research, the research, the research, the science, the research. I wanted to blow my brains out because I'm like, let's talk about the research. Let's talk about the participants. Let's talk about the environment they were put in. Let's talk about their health history. Let's talk about what you act, what they, what they told you versus what they actually do. Because when I have a consultation with people, especially that are brand new to this world, they're automatic. No, have you ever had, no, have you ever done? No, have you ever had this? No. And I'm like, first of all, is your memory impeccable that you literally can confidently say no to every single thing? But then the thing that I now teach to other practitioners is you have to reword the question 75 different ways because the answer is actually yes, maybe this one time, but they're saying no based off of just the question that they're not understanding the question or having a perception of what the question is. So when you're doing a analysis or a, you're having someone fill out an assessment to be part of a study, they're only showcasing certain information. And there's probably so much ambiguity to that. There's so many variables. So then you're saying that this is a controlled study. It's not a controlled study. It's impossible. Because also, are they being transparent about the fact that they're depressed or they left the study and they went home to an abusive home or they got into a blowout fight with their boss while they were driving into the study the next day. Like those things matter. And we're told that that doesn't matter. And that it's just like, oh, if you understand their blood type and you understand their genetic profile, then they're perfect candidates for this study. That's going to yield the trajectory of how to treat X. But people like us that are in the trenches working with real life people, with real life problems, with real life symptoms, what we have to say doesn't matter because correlation doesn't create causation. Cool. Well, and what's, what's interesting about correlation and causation and, and this typical 
you know, double blind scientific study is that the reason I initially stated that there's no truth is because everything's actually a probability that nothing's actually true and nothing's false. And what we perceive to be true and false actually tends to go back to a value system of it's true, AKA it's positive, it's false, AKA it's negative. And the positive is connected to something that actually serves me, benefits me, connected to my highest values. And it's false. It's not good if it's not going to benefit me and if it's going to create more harm or more dysfunction, more chaos, more entropy. That is the superficial layer of truth. But when we get down to like the quantum physics, we understand that nothing's true, nothing's false. Reality can be changed in this present moment, but that scientific test can actually be changed back in the past, even though the results have already occurred. And that's a mind-blowing thing, but go do your research in the quantum realm and that we can use our mind to go back and connect to actually change the results of who we were if we were part of a test. And we can actually change other things as well if you're, you know, powerful enough. But but this isn't our saying. opinion. You know, Dr. Joe Dispenza has now dedicated his entire life's career to showcasing yeah, Dispenza, the power of the mind. There's a lot of quantum physicists out there that show the quote unquote science, but that's, that's actually understanding that quantum physics and Newtonian physics, they're half truths at their same time because they both don't agree with each other, which shows True. us there's actually no fucking science that allows us to understand this reality yet, which shows us there's no fucking truth out there that everything's just a probability. But your truth is, is your truth is the, is the point. So for people that are like, like, what is, what does all of this mean is that you have people that get a diagnosis and they say, you have lung cancer and based off of the type of cancer you have at the stage that you have, you have four weeks to live. And there are people that walk out of that office and say, I'm, I have four weeks to live. And there are other people that walk out of that office and say, I don't fucking have cancer. I'm good. And, and some of those people that say I'm fucking good, they might actually like go and take care of themselves and maybe like do all these crazy lifestyle changes. And some of them don't, but that belief system, that truth that they have, because they believe they're like, no, I'm, I'm good. That was your dad, honestly, like not to disclose, um, you know, total HIPAA violation, but he had a diagnosis when he was young and he said no. And he has well surpassed the prognosis and he doesn't even really have any of the symptoms of his diagnosis. It, and I mean, he's, he's got some flare ups now and then, but at the same time, you know, it's a lot of layers talking, to that though. True. But I was talking, <laughs> I was literally talking to him last night. And I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm probably doing better than I've done in years. And I was like, what's new? And he goes, yeah, when I got pain, I just think that's probably just the arthritis. But, you know, I've lived an awesome life and been, you know, kind of a crazy man doing crazy things. And I'm going to have arthritis. So I'm like, I just keep going. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? But like, that's the thing is like most people would be like, there's something wrong with me. Hence, yeah. that's my truth that something's wrong with me. Now I need to be on a medication or I need to cut it off or I need, I need to fight this thing. That's now me. Hence the diagnosis, AKA you're attaching, you're making something you that's actually not you. It's just, it's data. It's a information. It's a feedback mechanism. It's a symptom to help you actually get back Take in action. alignment to serving you. 
And I think that's an important point. Well, that's all I wanted to chime in and say is that the important point is if, if you do have pain, symptoms, discomfort, it is usually a feedback mechanism just to get you to pay attention and dig a little bit deeper and, and, and figure out, you know, what is the cause, but it's sure as hell is not for you to dwell on that and become a victim of whatever that is. And the unfortunate thing is that we've given away a lot of our power and especially to the conventional medical system. You know, I, another conversation I was having the other day is that, you know, we went to Italy and I think that there's a lot of these like old women that uh, have so much wisdom and they are essentially the first doctors to the family. You know, if, if you have an ailment, grandma, great grandma, they have their soups and their broths and their remedies and their herbs and their specialties. And they have all these little things that they will pull out before you're going to the doctor. And that's old school. You know, that, that has been in multiple cultures, not necessarily just Italian culture. And I was saying, I was like, we now, I had this conversation because a patient of mine said that she was, she was uh, making a comment to her husband who very blindly trusts the medical system, which has gotten him to a place that he's in very, very, very poor health. And he fired back at her when she was saying something. And he said, what do you think? You're the doctor now. And that is what kind of sparked this, this, not mindset that it sparked this um, thought in my mind around the moms, the grandmas, the great grandmas were the doctors. They were the ones that had these different remedies that would help you. And it, they were, they were trusted. And that was the go-to before ever seeking out advice externally. And really What's doctors were used for doctor? emergency situations. Teacher. <laughs> So and yes, nowadays are, I am being a doctor. Have, I'm trying to teach you how to be healthy. And especially because this woman that I was talking about in particular that her husband fired back at her, she has been gobbling up so much knowledge around health and wellness, partly from us, and then also partly from her own um, interest in nutrition and food and gastronomy. And she literally is very knowledgeable when it comes to home remedies. And she because oils. she studies oils. Exactly. And because that didn't fit that conventional uh prescription drug from the pharmacy, you know, it was deemed to be BS or deemed to be um, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. And you know, I, I feel like it's insane that we have gotten away with calling We've gotten away from this and we are now calling uh, the chicken soup, the bone broth soup. We're calling that bullshit. We're calling, we're calling um, medicine women or, or old shamans or, or these, these women that were in villages that have this wisdom. We're calling it voodoo, witchcraft, you know, like it's so crazy. So we're actively giving all of our trust to a system that literally is prof it's the most profitable business in the fucking world. Why no, do we really trust not. them? Well, whatever. <laughs> Second runner up. But it's like pharmaceuticals are it's a for-profit company and 
they are profiting on sick people. They don't profit off healthy people, but this is where we put our trust. These are the people that we take advice from. And, you know, don't get me wrong. When it comes to conventionally trained doctors, they, they were trained in a very, very specific way. And I, I, I really truly think that they were ripped from their critical thinking. They were ripped from the ability to, to say that doesn't add up because their, their training was so, so specific into the use of pharmaceuticals. And guess who funds those schools is the pharmaceutical companies. And the ones that said this isn't adding up, they had to move into the functional integrative medicine realm. They had Some of them had to give up their medical licenses because they were being attacked for going outside of the box. So when you go to a hospital and if you think that your doctor has the ability to use their brain, to use even their medical knowledge, they don't anymore because they've so been so cracked down on because of lawsuits and malpractice that they have to follow protocols. And doesn't matter if that protocol doesn't fit you. I think that's what it comes down to is like, even, you know, I remember my mom saying like her oncologist had, he like, he had her best interest. I'm like, well, of course he does. Like I've met the guy, he's a genuine loving, you know, alive human being, but that doesn't mean that he can give and say what he wants to just because mm-hmm. somebody has their best interest. If they're handcuffed, doesn't like they can't take action. They can't do certain things. He was a very intelligent man. I had a conversation with him, but I could tell, like I asked questions and seeing how he'd be able to respond to them. And he responded very diplomatically. So it's just understanding that, you know, when, when you listen to something or someone, it's our duty, our responsibility to be aware, to pause and be aware of where is this information truly coming from? And if it's in a, from a corporation or somebody that's working in a corporation, well, there's layers to that. You know, we have a private practice. We're the top of that. The information's coming from us. But if somebody's not the top of something, the information's not coming from them because they're being controlled. Like you said, there's protocols. So we have well, to that look was... at who we have to look at who's controlling those protocols. So I want to take this really quick so we're not just diving too long into biochemistry because there's so much more to this. Is that when we look at what initially triggered you, us, a little bit, was the fact that people are only seeing and hearing a small piece of the picture. So when you think about that, that attack isn't on the physical body. That attack is on the mind. Mm -hmm. The physical body is what we experience from the symptoms of the mind making poor decisions. So that actually gives us awesome data to realize that, okay, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing isn't the full quote unquote truth isn't actually the information that I should be hearing and seeing because I can continue to go to the same system, to the same system, to the same system, but get the same information. That's like, it doesn't matter. Like, let's say, and this is the fun thing about um, energy. So Einstein showed us that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So when we look at temperature, 
you know, we say something's hot or something's cold. That's temperature. And we only say something's hot based on a perception that it's hotter than what we feel, roughly 98.6 degrees, our internal temperature. And it's colder if it's below that. So we have perception, A, that dictates what we think is something. But then, B, there's always two sides to the same thing. Good and bad, two sides of the same coin. Hot and cold, two sides of the same thing. Positive and negative, two sides of the same thing. So if we're only putting our mind and focus on one side of the coin and we go try all these different things, but it's still only focusing on that same side of the same coin, guess what? We're not going to get any fucking different results. So if we're all being fed the same shit, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Politics. It's the same shit. Two sides of the same coin. It's the same shit. Get out of the system. Start thinking for yourself. Stop being told. Ask questions. Ask quality questions. Research. And you'll, you'll, it'll, you'll be quick. It'll be painful. But you're going to go through the bullshit. And the bullshit's what's keeping you a victim to your life. The bullshit's what's keeping you from feeling and experiencing joy, love, and gratitude. Because that's what actually heals us. And we need to go through that pain. We need to go through that suffering because that's actually just the transition of life. We go from a low frequency up to a high frequency. That's what the old, old, old time alchemy alchemists were all about was transformation. That's what stages of enlightenment is in religion. That's like becoming godlike, Christian, like Christ consciousness, Jesus showed us, Buddha showed us all these enlightened individuals showed us the the steps all of them started thinking for themselves they didn't do what they were told they were supposed to do they went against the grain that's why people praise them we need reflect that take all of that into our own life and praise ourselves we don't need to be looking for anyone else to praise us that's a lack of self-love, which is the hard truth. We all want to be seen. Like, look at what society's created, social media. Oh, I've got fucking depression. I've only got two <clears throat> likes. Nobody likes but me. But I think it's like, the thing that's really important right now is, you know, people might be thinking like, well, you know, where do I find the truth or where, you know, where do I even start? And I think that it really comes down to getting more acquainted with yourself again, you know, maybe disconnecting yourself from all of the external influences, all of the external external media, social media, et cetera, because we, a lot of us have lost our ability to tap into our internal compass, you know, our intuition, as you can say. Because we are so fucking distracted. We are so distracted. There is so much input from so many outside sources. And this might be our coworkers, to our family members, to the, the media that we look at, the, the Apple news that pops up on your phone. It is everywhere. And when you're constantly distracted and essentially living in this chaotic, frantic state, you don't even know how to think straight. 
And I know a lot of you can relate to that. You don't know how to think straight. You don't know how to think clearly. You don't know how, you don't even know where to begin when it comes to trying to lead your own life or, or be your, be your sovereign self because you're so used to taking in the external information and making your decisions based off of the external information. When we can start making decisions based off of our internal compass, our internal intuition, our internal analytical thinking, because analytical thinking has pros and cons. If you are overly analytical because you have so much chaotic information always coming in, you don't know how to process it or what to do with it, that could actually be a downside. But your own analytical thinking based off of you taking some time, taking a pause and sitting with with information and sitting with yourself, then that analytical thinking could actually really serve you. So it's it's really trying to understand that the the constant use of a phone, the constant connection to the world, if you don't even take 10 minutes out of your day to pause, spend a little time with yourself, your thoughts, as scary as that may be, <laughs> you know, you're going to have a really really hard time ever coming to your own decisions, coming to your own perceptions and and really getting acquainted with who you are, what are your values, and what are your beliefs based on your values. So well, it's it's, it's a key thing you, you have to do. From everything you said right there, you, you just kind of simply put, you think about it, it's like, how can you serve yourself if you don't know who you are? Otherwise, or you're distracted by everything around you. Well, otherwise, you're going to make decision based off of a study. And don't get me wrong, that study may serve some people. Those results are going to serve some people. But do you fall in that same group that it's going to serve you or not? And that's, you know, that's the difference between just accepting and going into something with blind faith or being able to know who you are, know the offering, the presentment given to you and saying like, thank you or no, thank you. It's actually that simple, but the very first thing you have to do is take the time to figure out who you are, what's most important to you. How are you going to react to that? Yeah. And everything is in constant motion. It's either building us up or breaking us down. And what beautiful aspect about life is, is it's just one huge journey of constantly increasing that awareness of who you are. And that we make decisions and sometimes, you know, we're right and sometimes we're wrong. There's really no right and wrong. It's just getting the feedback that something built us up or something broke us down. So we can take that data, that information and just use it as what it was. Not good, not bad, just feedback. And as we kind of wrap this up, I, you know, I can't help but think of this concept of right, wrong, um, you know, good, bad, et cetera. And I think think about values. And I know that for those of you that have been listeners, you've heard us talk about this in the past. And for those of you that don't know, we do have a um, course that you can implement on your own about this. And really what it comes down to is that there really is no right and wrong, like Dr. Nick is saying, but it's a matter of understanding who you are. What are your values at your core? What are the things that are most important? Like, who are you as a human? And that is going to dictate what's really right and wrong for you. 
And I think that that's something we need to understand as a, as a society is that you have this idea of right and wrong, but that's because you're using your values as that compass. Some people are using the values that have been pushed onto them as that compass. So if you can get really clear on your values and, and clear out the, the noise of what mom, dad, society, professors, whoever told you you should be, get more acquainted with who you are unapologetically, then you're going to have a better way to navigate your life. You're going to have a better way to say yes or no to things. You're going to have a better way to, to know, you know, how to even create a vision for your, for your future. You're going to have a better way of even knowing who you want in your life and who you don't want in your life from a, a romantic relationship, a friendship perspective. And most people are just, again, they're so distracted and there's so much coming at us that we don't even know who we are anymore. Like we are subscribing to all of these other programs and beliefs and trends and, and everything else. And this is what makes us depressed. It makes us very fucking depressed. And we don't know, always know why. We don't know why we feel the way we do. But it, it's just we're living so far from the things that truly serve us. And that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good for anyone. And, and then at the same time is people are scared to look inside and say, who am I? Because fuck, I might lose all my friends. Like, oh my God, what if I, if I get clear on who I am and then I realize like my husband is not who I want to be with? Like, it's a scary time, but as scary as it might be temporarily, there's so much beauty on the other side of it. Because what is a life that is lived for everyone else? Like, what about a life that is, you live for you? Like, think about how much beauty is in that. You know, I was sitting back listening to you and I was like, it, I mean, it's, I understand exactly what you're saying, but it's kind of funny when you think about it, like, I'm scared to leave or to, I'm scared to learn who I am because someone might leave me or I might have to leave them. But at the same time, I'd rather just stay in the pain of not liking myself. It's a lot of people. It's kind of wild to think about it when it's like, quote unquote, black and white like that. Yeah. So yeah, we went on well, a few tangents leave it there, today. Guys. <laughs> it was fun. We're going to leave it there. Everyone's like, shit, my world just got turned upside down. <laughs> you might want to listen to this one twice. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> all right. Well, this is all with love, I promise. We love you guys. The wine kicked in and uh, we got to go now. <laughs> Bye. We thank you so much for being an avid listener of Integrative You Radio, formerly known as Integrative Wellness Radio. We appreciate all of your support. We love your comments. Please visit us on social media as well as our website to see all of the fun things happening behind the scenes and the new amazing content and courses that is being rolled out on a monthly basis. We hope to see you there.